Hello everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Worship Podcast from SacredEyes.com, where we explore and work with all the ways that our worship shapes and defines our lives. My name is John, and today I want to talk about how remembering the future can lead us toward our best selves, our best lives, and our best world. Does this sound confusing or curious? Well, stay tuned for a fun and hope-filled episode. This podcast will give you a quick overview, but on the Sacred Eyes Patreon, I go much deeper and get really practical with how we can apply these insights to our worship practice. When you sign up as a patron, you not only help to keep Sacred Eyes going, you also get access to the full version of this post, bonus content from time to time, and exclusive discounts on all premium Sacred Eyes resources. It's also really helpful if you comment, like, and share this podcast as widely as you can so that others can find Sacred Eyes as well. Thank you so much. The human power of imagination is much more than just a pleasant mental exercise. What we visualize can generate literal physical responses in our bodies. Sports people have known this for a long time, and many professionals use visualization along with physical training to achieve their peak performances. There's even a sense in which this kind of visualization can be thought of as remembering the future. But using our capacity for memory and imagination doesn't only apply to sports. We all have a picture, however vague, of the person we would like to be of the life we would love to live, and of the world we long for. When we employ the practice of remembering the future deliberately and mindfully, we're able to move toward the self, the life, and the world we seek. That's why all spiritual paths include some vision of the future. The Christian scriptures often encourage us to consider both where we come from and where we are going. And the hope of both personal resurrection and global transformation are essential elements of the Christian faith. This means that in our worship practice, remembering the future is a powerful and important ingredient. In the Gospels, Jesus' central message can be summarized in the words of Mark 1 verse 15. The time promised by God has come at last. The kingdom of God is near. Repent of your sins and believe the good news. That's from the New Living Translation. For Jesus, God's reign was not about life after death. It was about how we live and the world we create on this side of the grave. In his teachings, Jesus emphasized the importance of caring for others and the earth, and he called for a radical transformation of social, economic, and political structures that perpetuate inequality and injustice. In short, Jesus was a master of remembering the future and painting a vision of what the world and our lives could be. As we seek to follow Jesus, we are called to remember the future that he described and then put that remembering into loving, just and compassionate action. If we want to bring the best self, best life, and best world that we imagine into reality, then our remembering of the future needs to shape and motivate our actions and interactions every day. Here are some practical suggestions for how we can do this in our own lives. The first thing we can do is practice touching what we seek. 
The truth is that we all automatically seek out experiences which help us feel like we already are the self we long to be. We already live the life we dream of and we already inhabit the world we imagine. But often these experiences happen spontaneously and without reflection or mindfulness. But when we make the time to remember these moments of aliveness, they can teach us how to create more of them. And then we can begin in small ways to touch in the present the future for which we strive. Two essential spiritual practices that make this touching what we seek possible are gratitude and mindfulness. Gratitude connects us with the memories that remind us of who we long to be, how we long to live, and the world we long to inhabit. And mindfulness empowers us to use those memories to experience our dreams in some small way right now. By combining our memories of the future we seek and our memories of the past when we have touched that future, we can begin to live into our desired future right here and right now. But what does it look like practically to live our desired future? Quite simply, it's about living now our memories of the future. On a personal level, we can prioritize directing sufficient time and energy toward the things that nurture our best self and our best life. And we can nurture strong relationships with our loved ones and neighbors by listening well, putting the best construction on everything and being considerate. On a social and global level, we can seek out opportunities to serve those in need and participate in activities that promote peace, equality, justice, sustainability, and conservation. For example, we can work on reducing our waste, being careful with our use of energy and water, and supporting the protection of wildlife habitats. And finally, we can work to promote systemic change through advocacy and activism. When we do these things with Christ's vision of God's reign in mind, we make remembering the future a practical and life-sustaining way of life. Now, as I often say, how we worship defines how we live. This means that our worship gatherings are key moments to learn to live as Christ followers who are skilled at remembering the future. In the Patreon version of this podcast, I explore how the four main aspects of our worship, preaching, prayer, liturgy and ritual and music, can teach us to remember the future practically and mindfully and experience now the better selves, lives and world we long for. So if you want to go deeper and get more practical with these ideas, why not head over to Patreon and sign up? There is so much more that can be said about the role and power of remembering in our spirituality and worship. But in particular, the practice of remembering the future inspires hope and courage, challenges us to strive toward our best selves, lives and world, and gives us a taste of a just, compassionate and sustainable future here and now. Let's not neglect or dismiss the significance of this rich and transforming practice. As we move into the last few weeks of the Easter season, the festivals of Ascension and Pentecost come into view. And so from the next episode, we will explore the role and power of gifts like awe, wonder, celebration and ecstasy. 
I'm really looking forward to sharing these conversations with you, and I hope you'll join me. But for now, that's all I have. Thank you for giving me your time and attention. And remember, how you worship defines how you live. I'll catch you next time.